Welcome to your inner CEO podcast. I'm your host, Katie Smith. If you're a success-driven woman who desires more freedom in your life, you are in the right place. As a former C-suite executive in corporate America turned successful entrepreneur and network marketing leader, I am passionate about helping other success-driven women design lives they are obsessed with. This is the place where you can learn to have it all. We're gonna cover all things here like leadership, money, influence, mindset, and so much more. It's time to channel your inner CEO. Let me show you how. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Your Inner CEO. Today, I really wanna talk about how to break free from failure because I work with a lot of women And I've been noticing that that is just the universal struggle that we all deal with. And I think obviously we know that. But fear is everywhere. It's a belief that we obviously have developed in some time, like throughout our life. I mean, if you think about it, we were not born with beliefs. We were, we adopt beliefs. A belief is just a thought that we tell ourselves over and over and over again based off of a life experience, Um, whether we want to believe it or not, it's just a belief, right? So that's essentially what a belief is. But fear is always tied to beliefs and they come from our past experiences. And it's unfortunate, right? Like I'm a mom and being a parent is an extremely responsible role. You got to think like anything you do, especially like ages like zero to five, they are just so moldable and they're sponges and like You can really impact a person in those first five years of their life based off of like their experiences with you. They'll remember it. It takes them throughout life and honestly into your adolescence too. Like I know how important it is the first five years of their life, but it's also then in school, you might adopt beliefs that you don't speak eloquently enough or you're not as smart as the other kids or athletic and the list goes on. So my point is Obviously, we are we have beliefs that we adopt. And a lot of time, that's where our fear comes from. It comes from past experiences where our belief was then disrupted or changed in those vital years, those really impressionable years as a young kid to teenager to young adult. So I want to talk about breaking away and becoming free of fear and breaking away from any fear around failure or judgment, because it usually comes down to those two things. People are afraid of failing or people are afraid of judgment. And your girl over here has always been afraid of judgment, not so much fear of failing, which is super interesting because I think being an athlete all my life, I just know you kind of have to roll with the punches and you kind of just The second you stop is when you really fail. Um, So like working out and being a collegiate athlete and playing soccer all through college and like competing for your starting position. I think that's why I don't really struggle with fear of failure, but fear of judgment. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You're talking to the person who had a real hard time with that. So how do you break free from failure? Well, I started to realize that what you feed your mind with 
is really powerful. And I think we've already talked a little bit about that. We did. We have an episode already talking about, I think that was in my story of like how I finally broke free from the life I was living and took a chance on me and I bet on me. And so I'm going to repeat a little bit of that. But if you want to hear that story, by all means, go back to the first episode. It's all about my story. But what you feed your mind with and your brain is super powerful. Our brains are amazing. You know, they live in a world of probable. It's based off of past experiences. So like, for example, I'm not a millionaire yet. (laughs) And so me telling myself I'm a millionaire, my brain has not lived that. And so my brain is going to tell me that's not going to happen, Katie. Like, hello, flashing red lights every time I say I'm a millionaire because it's going off of past data. Well, you can retrain your brain to think in the possible and what's possible rather than what's actually happened in your life so far, because the future is bright. The future can be whatever you want it to be if you start thinking about it that way. And if you start feeding your mind with the right information, the right stuff. So what I started to do is I started to read a lot of books. I was asking people who I looked up to and admired What are their favorite books? Because I learned that leaders, and leaders is a big word, but people who had what I wanted, I refer to them as leaders because I want to be led by them. I wanted to be mentored by them. So I would go to people who I admired, who had what I wanted, whether that be within the social selling network marketing company that I worked for, or it could be honestly just in life. And I would was like, what kind of books do you read? Like, I know that you're a reader, an avid reader. Like, what books do you read? I'm looking to read more books and all about personal development. You can also go on to Google University <laughs> and Google the top leadership books or how to get ahead. And there's so many amazing books, so many amazing writers. I can even put a list of them in the show notes for you to like start reading. But I start I started reading and that slowly began to change things where I was becoming more okay with getting out of my comfort zone and being more courageous and bold. And so I started listening to podcasts that also talked about people who were doing things that were maybe against the grain, against how we normally operate. And then I got really specific on where I was spending my time. Like, should I be spending my time going to the bars and drinking and doing all this other stuff? Or can I maybe surround myself with people who are doing different kind of things in life that are moving the needle ahead? That could be going to like, you know, contributing into society, whether that be like a nonprofit event or volunteering or spending more time at our church. That's what was feeling best to me rather than let me go down to the beach and go to a couple bars with some friends. So That's kind of where I started to switch my mindset. And then I started to become a person who was looking to be the smallest fish in the pool, in the pond, and surrounding myself with people who had what I wanted. So obviously, I was already developing a relationship with these people because I was picking their brain on like, what podcasts are you listening to? What books do you recommend? But I also just wanted to hang out with them. And I wanted to know, like, what do you guys do? And even though I was like the small, like little one on the totem pole, they pretty much live a life that I became to adopt. I just started, I began to adopt. I just started thinking like them. And what that does is your brain starts to think that you are one of them. It's crazy. It's moving from that probable into possible. And 
I just then acted like that version of me because I knew I was going to be there someday. Now, I think people stay in their fear because they don't know the tools to get out of it, number one. And what I've shared so far are some tools that obviously that can help you. But not only that, people are so afraid of what people are going to think of them. People are so afraid of failing and what others are going to say. And girlfriend, if you're listening to this, I've got news for you. No one is talking about you as much as you think they are. I know it's a hard truth, but they aren't. (laughs) We think they are, but they aren't. Like this isn't grade school or high school or college where you're like stuck in the same place with them five days (laughs) out of the seven days of a week. You're an adult and giving them that amount of influence over you or impact is silly. And I think we can both agree on that. So let's get our ego checked a little bit. Like, number one, they're not thinking about me as often as I thought they are. If I mess up on something, what's going to happen? I'm going to get like hazed. No, not a thing. You're an adult. People are adults. You might get some comments like hater comments. And I know you've heard this before, but trust me, if you're starting to get hated on, it's usually a good thing. It was foreign to me at first. I'm like, what is this? Why are people mean? But all the good that has actually come from me putting myself out there far outweighs any of the weird comments that I've gotten or feedback that I've gotten from people that I know. Also, people aren't comfortable with you becoming a new version of yourself. And that's a them issue. And they're going to probably try to you know, derail you from becoming this new version of yourself, but that's on them. You know, like, are they the ones who want to have the dreams that you want? Odds are no, they might have similar dreams, but if they're not chasing them, what are they providing to you? So it's all about compartmentalizing, honestly. Like, I'm not saying drop friends. I would never say drop friends unless it's like super toxic and bad, obviously. But what I am saying is, compartmentalize your social network. Not on social media. I mean, it could be on social media too. That's actually a really good idea. I talk about that in my course. But like, let's say just like your, you know, your inner circle or your circle of friends, like compartmentalize them. Like this person I need to put in this, you know, box, if you will, in my brain, because I know that they'll probably, they're not comfortable with this this new version of me. So I kind of have to keep that right and maybe be prepared for any comments so that you can have even more confidence going into that hangout, for example. Okay. That also is kind of hard. It took me a little bit when I was like, gosh, how come like my friends aren't asking me about what I do? Like they're my oldest friends and you know, blah, blah, blah. But then I was like, that's a me issue. Like nobody needs to ask me about what I do. I know what my purpose is. I know what I'm working towards. And the people who want to know what I do and like want to talk about all the the things I'm doing to get to where I want to be, I can talk to them about that stuff. Obviously, I'm not going to talk to my oldest friends about it because it never gets brought up and I'm not going to bring it up. And it is what it is. So that I think is the biggest thing. And I want you to really Just remember, like, it's not grade school again. It's not high school or college. If you were picked on or bullied whenever, it's not like that because you putting yourself out there and evolving, it's what we're on this earth to do. We are supposed to evolve. 
we're not supposed to just hang out with the same friends forever. <laughs> like you're supposed to expand your friend group. You're supposed to expand your brain. You're supposed to like, just like with your job, if you have a corporate job and you earn a raise every one to three years or three to five years, it's normal to go up in compensation every year. So it's normal for your brain to expand and learn new things to better your life. But people don't think that way. And we don't want to be the first to do that in our friends group or on social media, which is even scarier, which kind of brings me to my other point. So I went to an amazing leadership retreat with the first social selling company, network marketing company that I was with back in April 2021. My son was like three months old and I left him for one night. The retreat was for two nights, but I couldn't do two nights. I was a brand new mom. And I'm like, there's no way I can do longer than a night. And that is when everything changed for me. Again, what did I tell you guys at the start of this? Surround yourself with the people that you want to be like. And like you want to be the smaller fish in the group because you can just absorb and learn from so many greats around you and then implement what they share with you. So I go on this leadership retreat with other top earners within that network marketing company I earned it because I was one of the top percent at the company. And um, I was really excited, of course, nervously, my little one, but it went great. My husband's a great dad. And that was the pivotal moment in my career where everything changed. First of all, I was so nervous to go there, by the way. I almost pulled my car over twice and turned it around to make an excuse not to go because I didn't think I was qualified to be there. Like, silly. I earned the trip and I was like, there's no way this is right. So imposter syndrome, that's also something we're going to talk about in future episodes. I got there and it was amazing training. We were poured into by um, people who were doing like what we want to be doing, making tens of thousands of dollars a month. And we had guest speakers and it was just really amazing to where something switched, something switched in my brain. And I was like, I'm going to just blow everything out of the water like watch me. I'm going to get loud on social media. I'm going to start doing a reel a day. I'm going to just say yes to everything that scares me. All from that one, literally, maybe it was a 36 hour trip, (laughs) including like overnight. So it was quick. So I go home, come home from the trip. I'm on cloud nine. I'm like telling my husband, I I stopped watching TV for that whole next month because it was at the very end of April. And so all of May, I never watched a minute of TV. Is that not crazy? Because I was reading and I was researching things and I was implementing what I learned and I was trying to learn more things to implement. I was pouring into my team. I was taking off with sales. I just like something switched. And then it was brought to me, an invitation was brought to me by a group that I admired at the time to ask me if I wanted to do a reel a day with them for the month of June, 2021. And I was like, Yeah, absolutely. You guys, I maybe had done one reel before that and it was laughable. It was about how my son was like five days late (laughs) and it was just not, not good. And I don't know how to do a reel, trending audio, whatever, but I was like, screw it. I'm doing it. Yes. Because I wanted to be around these women who I admired at the time. So I went in and I started, and you can even look back. I've thought about taking down those reels, the first couple of reels, but I like to see kind of where I started. And I 
did one reel a day every day and I didn't miss a day. And that's not shocking from my, you know, athletic background. Um, I'm very determined if I say yes to something, I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. But not only that, I knew it was my time to gain a lot of trust and a lot of credibility on social media from people who were good friends of mine who followed me and also people who were uh, like newly going to discover my my profile from the engagement and visibility and all that. I was like probably only one of like five out of a group. I think it was like 24 who did it every single day. And a lot of things happened in that challenge. I got more confident. The feedback was amazing. I got some odd feedback, which is normal when someone's not used to you completely changing everything up and going all in and really exposing yourself like that. But the feedback, the positive feedback was so uplifting and encouraging and like motivating to me that I decided to continue doing reels. And to this day, I have never stopped doing reels, all from saying yes to that one scary challenge, which literally came from obviously came from that retreat. But it's funny when you get out of your comfort zone, you say yes, because you want to get to where you want to go. You want to reach your goals so bad that then something switches in your brain where you're like, I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what anybody thinks. I'm doing this because it feels good. And I owe it to myself to give myself a shot. I mean, we are the script writers, you know, of our own life. We're in control of how we live our life and how we want it to be lived. We can let fear hold us back and let other people have that control when really those people aren't even thinking about us as much as we think they are. And so what is the point holding yourself back, playing small, fitting into a box that's going to appease other people when they're not paying your bills or they're not living the life that you want to live and they're not going to help you live the life that you want to live? Screw it. Like, get out of that because I tell you, it feels damn good And the best part is it builds and it builds and your confidence builds. And then all of a sudden, you're a completely different person in 30 days where you're like, I can freaking do anything. Like, I'm going to now start a podcast. I'm going to now start an email campaign and start a Facebook group, whatever it may be. I'm going to start building a team within my network marketing company, or I'm going to start network marketing, whatever it may be. It's incredible. But the fear of judgment, the fear of failure from something in our past is usually what holds us back. So what I want to leave you with is You can throw a plot twist on your life any time you damn please. You are entitled to that. You are allowed to change a script. You are allowed to completely change your persona on social media, who you are, and go after it. No one's holding you back but you. Some tough love right now. No one's holding you back from you and the fear that you have of failing or judgment. And on the failing part... Say you fail, what are you going to be in the tabloids? Like, no, sis, you're not. Say you fail, what are you going to be talked about forever, like around town? No, like people don't do that even about celebrities, right? So 
people won't do that about you. We got to we got to get that ego in check because we get so fearful like it's going to bring us back to when we were made fun of or taunted or whatever as kids or young adults and it's not like that in adulthood. No one has time for that. And when I see something on social media or maybe there's like a spelling error or whatever, I am never rolling my eyes because number one, I've been there. And number two, I'm just so freaking impressed when I see women getting out of their comfort zone to get to where they want to go. It's like, it's rad. It fires me up. It's inspiring. And it's like, that's so cool because not very many people have that courage. But if you start feeding your brain and your mind with good information to help you think in the possible rather than live in what you've known, the probable, everything's going to change. Everything's going to change and it's going to be amazing. I believe you can do it. I believe you're worth it. I love you and I want this for you. It's just a matter of how bad do you want it? So that wraps it up for today. A little bit of a rant on breaking free from failure or judgment, but I think it's an important topic. So thank you for listening and I will catch you on the next episode. Hey friend, thanks so much for listening. If you're looking for a new crew of other like-minded women entrepreneurs and business professionals to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook called the Freedom Society. If you're loving this podcast, you'll love the group even more. So if you're looking to really have it all, meet me on over at the Freedom Society Facebook group. See you on the inside.